Yo, folks, oh, shit, I got them right on my face, my man. Yo, my man. <laughs> oh, man, what's up, folks? As you see, I got some uh, shit on my face. I don't know how I did that. What's up, folks? Um, what it do, what it do? Let me see. Is that more? So, you know, you can see something on your picture, but it can't. Anyway. What it do, what it do, folks. This is Fuck Your Opinion Podcast. Fuck Your Opinion, the podcast. Sorry, I was wiping my face. I'm a little uh, discombobulated because I had this joint before, right before we counted down. You know, I gave myself like a 20-second head stop. But then you ever hit the shit and it hit you a little too hard. So that first 20-second countdown I thought I was going to take, that shit ended up taking like... <coughs> maybe 30 seconds to get my thoughts together. But this is Fuck Your Opinion Podcast with your man. This is not DC Reese. I don't know why. They, uh, I forgot to fuck this up. I fucked this up. I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all know what this podcast, uh, you know, sometimes we're a little disorganized with our shit. But we try to keep some shit fun, try to keep it interesting. There it is. It's your man, Toucan Dan. Fuck your opinion, the podcast. Usually I'm joined by Step the Love and Don Gotti Nash. Uh, guest appearances from Rocky, the chef, and my man, Professor Sims. They might jump on later. They might not, but... We will keep the show going. Sometimes I feel like my motherfucking hat is quick because I like to keep the toucan and the nose lined up. Is that shit not okay? I, I really, yo, check us out on PYO podcast on uh, fucking everything Instagram, Twitter, every form of fucking social media there is. If you want to chat with us, you can always hit us up. Um, the link is in the bio. You want to chat? You want to say something? Maybe you want to pop in? Let me know. You say something on the chat? I'll pop it in. Let everybody see what you're saying. Because they hear Fuck Your Opinion, the podcast. We do care about what you say. We do appreciate you. All those who watch and enjoy and sit back and let me talk my shit every week. Excuse me. Let me fire. Usually we got some long, drawing down conversation, but since this might be the beat tonight, we're going to get to these stories, because I don't like to keep y'all lovely fans waiting. But uh, once again, Fuck Your Opinion Podcast, check us out on YouTube, every fucking media streaming thing you can think of, just type in P-Y-O pod, and uh, here with me and the fellas got to talk about it's always some good, intense conversation and entertainment. But let's get into this first story right here, what I got for y'all today. Oh, yeah. Let's get into this right here. I don't know. Let's see if it plays. Let's see if we can get some playback on this motherfucker. Let's see. What's going on with playback? Hold on, folks. Hold on. Let me get some playback. There you go. All right. That was kind of quick. Let me give you, let me give you a play-by-play -play on this right here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the snack glare right here. Let me, let me get, let me, this is called the snack. When your woman is looking at another man like this, <clears throat> that is called the snack glare. Um, 
Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, were at a party. But as you see, you know who that guy is, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. And um, she was looking at him like a fucking glazed Christmas duck. Uh, so much that Jeff Bezos had to go on uh, social media and he put a little meme where it was like far drop to death. And he was like, come here, Leo, in captions. Let me show you something. But this right here shows, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that no matter how much money, power and prestige you got, because Jeff Bezos definitely has more money than Leonardo Jeff Bezos has actually been to space, and Leonardo has only been to space. I don't even think he's been in space in the movie. But anyway, when you're a billionaire, and this caption was, "List Leo's Mr. Steal Your Girl, um, they'll let you know that no matter how big your paycheck is, uh, if you know what I'm saying, no matter how big your paycheck is, there's always someone out there that got something a little bigger and a little better. And um, one thing about this, I would say Jeff Bezos don't really have to worry about is that Leo only dates women that's under 25. I think actually that may have been this conversation. I think Leo at this point was like, oh yeah, so uh, I'll be right back. And uh, yeah, I think Leo at that point was trying to let her know that she was a little too old for his taste. Thank you for the compliment, but no, thank you. Um, Jeff Bezos, I'm sorry I had to go out down like that, bro, but I hope you learned the lesson. I hope you really learned your lesson. You had to basically have a 30-year business, divorce from your wife, you were $60 billion, and, um, you know, you're still in the lower percentile when it comes to shooting down these chicks. So, anyway, I don't think that's going to hurt him any more than it hurts me or you, but... Hopefully the brother learned from that. Jeff Bezos, if you out there, pay attention because it's always the guy, it's the pool boy. You always, it's always a joke about, you know, you, the guy or the business guy who's always hard at work. He's always putting in an hour. He's always providing everything, his wife and his children and his lover and his mistress and his ex-girlfriend and his second wife. He's always doing everything to provide for his family while the pool boy uh, is the one that's really cleaning up, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so, fellas, if you're out there and um, you see this type of shit going on, let's just got to, you know, keep your eye on the ball, if you know what I'm saying. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and um, as uh, Future would say, she's for the streets. I think Jeff Bezos need to go ahead, man, and find him like, I don't know. Where, where can you go where your wife ain't going to fall in love with Leo DiCaprio, whatever his name is, Leonardo DiCaprio? Where's your wife? Where you going to go in life where your woman ain't going to fall for him? I don't Oh, what's up, Sam's? Let's get Sam's in here. Every time my brothers jump in to say something, I always got to acknowledge them. Professor Sam's. So, Mo, you ain't, you ain't here putting in the monologue, ain't it? What you got going on? Yeah, man, I got a few stories I want I'm just uh, getting into. You know, just because the fellas ain't in, I'm still going to touch on some things because I like to talk my shit, too. I like to give my opinion to the people. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about this little Jeff Bezos thing where his girlfriend got caught I-fucking Leonardo DiCaprio so much that he had to go on social media and make a light, a slight joke of it himself. Did you see that, Sims? Nah, I didn't see nothing about that. So this rich people problems? Well... 
Yeah, I, I guess you would say it's rich people problems. He's the one actually with a problem. I don't know if it's rich people problems or not, but I would say more or less he got the problem than anything else. That shows that no much how much money you got, it ain't never enough. Yeah, I always said that when um when I heard that Holly Berry got cheated on, I was like, yep, ain't no woman, like nobody's safe. Ain't nobody safe, man. Hey, speaking <laughs> of nobody safe, hey, say, speaking of ain't nobody safe, check this one out. All right, now, did you hear about this one? Will Smith was saying torture by Jada's relationship with Tupac. Yeah, bro. He actually, because you know, uh, uh, Will Smith has a memoir out now. I don't know if you know, <clears throat> but he's wrote in a book and he's putting out a memoir. In his memoir, he wrote, um, uh, he was basically jealous, like uh, it says right here. It says, though they though they were never intimate, their love for each other is legendary. They defined the ride or die. In the beginning of our relationship, my mind was tortured by their connection. He was Pac, and I was me. He triggered a perception of myself as a coward. I hated that I wasn't what he was in the world, and I suffered raging jealousy. I wanted Jada to look at me like that. Mm. That's deep. Man, that <laughs> these dudes are like, oh no. I guess you don't I'm, think they... I'm a confident Let's person. Go. Why would I care about somebody's past relationship? That's that's stupid. You'll go down mean rabbit hole if you just try to think about your females' exes and shit like that. Like, what's the point? I I mean, but that that lets you know. Uh, I, I don't know, Chris, that's a good, like I say, Professor Sims, what is the point? I feel like the history of their relationship, and I'm not saying, you know, you be like, you always know, but this is from what I've read and what I've seen. The history of their relationship started out with, she wasn't really over the, you know, head over heels in love with Will Smith. She met him through Tisha Campbell and Dwayne Martin, and she really wasn't feeling him like that. She really kind of liked the bad boy. So he kind of always had to put himself in a position where her, where he had to feel like he was doing things to get her approval as being the, the man that she wanted. You know what I'm saying? And he suffered that a lot in his relationship. They <laughs> said, I know you said, look, it's, it's Will Smith, Sims. I mean, Dude. it's just. Yeah, it's just, I don't know people thought about Like me and my wife, like literally never argued. But it's just the fact that we talk about like if we got an issue with something, we just go ahead and talk about it. Me personally, as a person, I was my I was single. I did my little single life or whatever. But the good thing about being single and talking to a lot of women is I was able to kind of see what I liked, see what I didn't like. So when I met my wife, I knew that was the perfect person for me. But right. a lot of people sit here trying to make somebody something, and really they just need to take the time to look at their damn self. I honestly don't think he was the person he need to be with if he got all them damn issues. He need to find him somebody damn else. I mean, uh, I mean don't, don't she talk to somebody else anyway? Has she been messing with people and shit? Well, I mean, you know, she had the thing with August Alcina, and that was, and if initially that was supposed to be kind of a silent clap back for Will Smith's indiscretions out here in Hollywood um, that uh, a lot of people said were covered up and. A lot of things that went on in their marriage where she felt like she was wanted to show him that she could do her own thing. But that shows that maybe a lot of his, I'm not saying I was in his, in his state of mind, but a lot of this cheating or whatever it was in their relationship that drove their relationship to this point, 
it seemed to come out of the, his initial insecurities for her relationship with, and you know, at the yeah. time with Tupac was Tupac, Will Smith was the Fresh Prince. He wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't, yeah. he was Will Smith from, <coughs> excuse me, um, what was well, that? Fresh Prince of Bel Air and a rapper, but. Let's look at it at levels though. If it, if it really gets to a point where, I guess when you get to a certain status, it's about being the best at that status. I would say Will Smith from a actor standpoint, I mean he's at he's definitely at the same level as Tupac in a music standpoint to me. You think about the top actors in the world, it's gonna be Denzel, DiCaprio, Will Smith. I mean he in that he in that damn list. And new guy coming right. up too, um, the Killmonger guy, the one that's in all the damn movies. Oh yeah, uh, uh Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Like, I mean, he's in that, he's above all that, dude. But the the self-esteem is ridiculous, dog. Like you're in a relationship, you married, you got kids, but you messing around, so now you worry. That's that's what the real issue is. You're trying to mirror what you're doing and don't want to blame the other person for some shit you doing, probably. And I mean, like I said, they her relationship with Tupac was started year relationship with Will Smith. So I, I, I guess that's what he's like. You say, Sims, he, he's trying to fill in the blanks. Like, hey, uh, you know, I felt this way because of the past relationship she had. To where I did, oh, wow, I made man. my moves. I think this shit, something about to really come out because it seemed like they chipping away. You know what, you know what the issue is? You know what the issue is with Will Smith and a lot of these people. They ain't got Kanye West, even though I hate every time I say his name, it tastes like dirt in my mouth. These motherfuckers ain't got homeboys that's real with them. They need a homeboy to be like, nigga, you tripping right now. You you, you got that Will Smith. What the hell are you worried about some past relationship with Tupac? That, that don't even make sense. I think the, the <laughs> no, memoir is just him. Is, is, is the, you know, when people write memoirs, what's up, Rock? Also, you know, ladies and gentlemen, man, man, Rocky in the podcast memoirs. You know, they're they're not they're like almost time periods of thought. Like maybe that's something he realized now that he felt at that time. I don't think he still feels that way now about you know their relationship because he's grown and become, I'm sure, a better person in the last twenty something years, thirty years almost since uh, him and her have been together, and since whatever happened with Tupac is almost twenty something years old. I'm sure at this point. Um, yeah, I think that he's just basically putting down it at that time. That's the headspace he's within, he was in. I don't think that's how he feels now. Okay, but that that make a little more. So I just yeah, I just never had the mindset. To me, if you that mindset type person, you want the niggas that's a hater. Like, that you know, know. Let me ask uh, you all a question. What's up? We we find it we find it easy for a woman to forgive a man of adultery, right? And I'm shocked when I when I see a man forgive a woman for adultery. Do we think that is a double standard there, or should Will have kicked her to the curb after her entanglement? Well, this is the thing. So, Rock, this is where I get into issues with my homeboys, and I've been doing it since college. Because when I got to college, I realized the, the playing field was is very level. And if you think about it, the women to me got a little advantage because. A chick over the street be like, yo, I need somebody to hit this. Right. They go, it's probably easy for that. So all right. I'm saying is I've always thought of it equally. So like when my homeboy used to be on, I know like I'm this is my homeboy. I know all the chicks he holler at. But then you come at me and this chick that mess with one dude. I'm like, nigga, you mess around all the time. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what's the what's the problem? 
Like, y'all, yeah, hey, you ain't, even to, you ain't even trying to lock it down. So what is you even bitching about, bro? Like, so I, my own mindset, I think of it a little more equal. Um, I don't know why women called ho. Like, you know, women get called a ho, but a dude get props for it. Like, we mess with a lot of chicks. We get props for it. Chick, chick mess with a lot of dudes. They a ho. So, I mean, I don't, I don't believe in that double standard. Like, so that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm for the same way as you do, Sam. It's like, you know, it's it's a level playing field. But, you know, they men some at, at points where we can't really deny it as men, but a lot of us have more fragile egos than women. So we don't we take the hard things like, uh, you know, distrust and and, and, and and cheating or stepping outside of the relationship, we take that a lot harder. Women, and, and most of it sometimes is expected. Like a lot of times what I see and hear from, you know, social media is women are so used to men cheating and having casual affairs that they grew tougher skin because yeah. they had to. They had to deal with it. I 100% agree with that. They yeah, men, right. right. Men, we, we, we still in that mindset of... Here's the question that happens, right? When a when a man cheats, the woman says, "Do you love her?" Yeah, right. right. When a man when a, when a woman cheats, <laughs> the did you fuck her? That's her. Did you fuck her? That's <laughs> how we want to know. We don't even care if you love her. We don't even care if you love her. It's not even, and that ain't even a question. Was was he bigger than me? That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's the second one. First one, did you fuck him? Second one, well, who who whose was better? You know what I'm saying? But and none of it becomes in love. So right. the, that'll, give, that'll give a little more energy to Will Smith part because I guess from a woman's standpoint, like he said, you're more worried about the emotional side. Like, you know, women emotional. So it's like, are you like attached to me? Like, cause see, I see a guy tell you I could go knock down a chick and not think nothing else about it. Right. Come on, take out the garbage, make a sandwich. <laughs> you know, women, women sometimes are looked at as more emotional, where they got to kind of attack. It seems like it had to be more involved before mm -hmm. they, they know the intimacy might have came later, but they might actually have like an emotional bond with somebody. And I think that's what plagued Will Smith is is it was I think the the emotional bond and that's why he said they were he was more troubled by Jada uh, Smith and and Tupac he was more troubled by them having a ride or die relationship than intimacy because intimacy is something intimacy could be like well hey she always had an attraction to the guy you know it became a point where he got a little too hot and heated and he hit it but someone said. And like no matter what, in the middle of the night, even if me and you married, I'm gonna answer this person's phone call and be there for this person if they really need somebody, not even in a physical sense, just be there for a person if they really need somebody. That definitely is, is probably bothering him and bothers most men. So 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 a dude once told me, and and I'm a, for our listening audience, I want everybody to do this. The reason why. It's, it's an emotional thing, a love thing, a feeling thing for women. This this is a man right here, right? This is a man, the finger. I want you to take your finger and put it in the woman's coochie right now, right? I want you to move <laughs> it around. I want you to move it around, move it around, move it around. Then I want you to take your finger out. You don't feel nothing on your finger. My ear still feels that hole being drilled. <laughs> my finger's not in there no more. <laughs> That right there in itself is why 
there's such that where you said, you know, it's not a double standard. It's a double standard because the men, we basically wash it off and keep it going. I still feel me right now in my ear, in my hole. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we I got you. Got it got a little uncomfortable when you talking about your hole and all. But it's all right. I'm still, talking about you still yourself in your own hole. We're the The ear hole is a symbol. It's symbolic. I, it's, it's symbolic. It's symbolic. I, got <laughs> I got you. I got you. And let's, but, uh, hey, let's check I mean, this. I, I got you, though. I agree with that. I mean, but that's, I, would, I never, I don't know, man. I guess I just grew up in a way where I just look at everybody the same. It took me to get to college, though. College was like a very big, when you get away from the parents and get into it from that controlled, treat women like this. And, you know, that's how I was raised. But then when I went to college, it, took my, it was in my welcome week. And when I realized, like, how these women were there, I was like, oh, shit, that's it. Smash and yeah, dash, like, baby, smash and oh, yeah. dash. But they were doing it. I was like, these motherfuckers got game. I was like, what in the hell is going on? They know so, they got... They got four years to get that freak out of them. <laughs> and they yeah. get it out, don't they? Hey, Rocky, and they get it out. And, then, and and for the men's sake who's watching this and who happens to watch our podcast, you want them to get it out. Everybody got a freak period. You want your woman to get that out. But if your woman still got a freak period after the age of 25, you in trouble. That's why I never understood the relationships that went from high school and on. I'm like, I right, like yeah. I had a, you gotta have like two, three. I, years, so. I never understand somebody say that. Uh -oh. You've you been, you one of those guys, rock, really? I've never. When the guy with, be like, I've been with my woman, I've been with my woman since I was sixteen. Damn, you a life. Damn, Damn. <laughs> sixteen. That's what she know. You're so. Y'all been, no been together all the way since sixteen. No breakups, nothing. Damn. I don't know how you do it. Hey, it, like they said, there's a unique, there's a small percentage of everything. You and that percent. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. It took, like I told him, it took me to, it took my time of being able to get around and figure out what I really wanted. So all my little hoeing times and my single times, oh, they actually came out of the I told my son to this day, don't do what daddy did. <laughs> yeah, get your, get your hoe out. Yeah. Get your you hoe out. Bro. Absolutely. We were just talking about Jeff Bezos and uh, his wife and how she was looking at uh, Leonardo DiCaprio like she ain't get all that hoe out that she had. Well, I mean, she rich as I don't know what, so she could buy Leo. Well, not his, no, I'm talking about his new girlfriend, not his ex-wife. Oh, 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 well, she could put, she can go in the back of one of them uh, Amazon trucks. Too. Hey, we already saw the video, that was probably her. Yeah. Hey, you know what? They, I might put a meme together. Got just fired, by the way. Yeah, he went viral too. Come on, man! None of my pay, nothing was ever stolen off my truck. Everything was delivered. It's funny because black folks will say shit. That's their job. Who got fired? <coughs> yeah. Got fired. I told y'all. Like, I tell y'all that me and Don told y'all that motherfucker need to get fired. I knew he yeah. get fired. He shouldn't have got hey, fired. But y'all hey, see me? You you doing? You about to do that? Uh, Chris Rock joint. I take care of my kids. And you may say, "Hey, I'm Rocky." That's what black people go to work, man. I went to work, man. Ain't none of the packages get stole off my truck. They're not supposed to get stole off your truck. I ain't never steal nothing. Like, that's not an accolade for work. <laughs> you don't get props for doing your job, fool. 
And it, you and know, I know when the packages got some got crushed back then. Yeah, about to tell you, it didn't get Wasn't just the packages getting crushed. Yeah. She had big feet. Hey, see, I'm saying, everybody got black folks at their job. They come in and always didn't tell you what they're going to do. I'm about to do my job. I ain't doing nothing else. Like, what the hell no, is just, up? They just bumped me, like, up to the, the official manager role. And that's a conversation I have all the time with somebody coming there and be like, well, they be trying to get props for, like, being on time. I'm like, dude, you know you're supposed to be on time, right? Right. <laughs> I'm not giving you props of being on time. Do it. Do it all the time. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, man. <laughs> I do my job. That's, what you, white, that's why you talk about work ethic, man. These kids just yeah. don't have it. Yeah, it says, man. I, I've been I've been on time to work all this week. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! Hey, you know what they do? They they get to work on time and go straight to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, get to work on time and go bullshit for 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, look, uh, let's get into this one, fella. Check this right. out. Joe Button, they saying it appears that Joe Button has come out and said that he's, um, he may be homosexual. I mean, I'm sorry, bisexual, not homosexual. Excuse me. I said like somebody's uncle. He came, the boy came on and said he was a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> I never have gotten the term. So this is this is what's weird with me with the term bisexual. I always say, like, if you're bisexual, don't that just mean you're gay? The boy came out and said he wasn't in bi-homosexual, I guess. I don't even know. I mean. Yeah, what's going on with that forehead right there? Oh, yeah, this is like right here. Yeah, that's just some weave product shit. I don't know, man. You know, we oh, don't run these. We don't run these wet these sites. So they always got some crazy ads and shit popping up by Google. But it says on an episode of Joe's Buttons podcast, it said Button came out as bisexual in a very non-ceremonious way. I'm bisexual. He simply said before continuing, how do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? Yo, listen, I like guys and girls spread the word. I'm down. So stop right there. Whether or not he's telling, you know, if it's real or not, I can't tell because I, I actually watched and heard what he said and how he was saying it. It just, you know, Joe's at a point right now with his podcast, with uh, with the two dudes that just left, where oh yeah he, yeah yeah the, uh, the two brothers he threatened to sue right, and right. So he went left. He's he's in a, he's in a situation where his podcast numbers might not be where they were and all that stuff. And what's what's the hot topic, little Nas to do? I'm gay. Hey, you think Joe Budden pulled a little Nas X on him? I, I really, I mean, again, I don't know this brother like that. I mean, everything that is supposed to be, he's this hard rapper, gangster this, and blah, blah, blah. Not to say that you can't be a, a hard gangster and be gay, but Joe he said it, if you listen to the connotation of it, it was, you know, how can I spread the word? You know, that's how you know, that's how you know success is a damn disease to some people, bro, because if you right. got to do some shit like that just to stay in the limelight or Correct. something. Yeah, that's a You really think he's doing it to stay in the limelight, though? Because they have been rumors about him being a little, you know, a fagalist. This, this is just me saying that off of what Rock said, like how it sounded like it might have been a little. Because if you talk about it being like you're saying these people left and it, if his podcast is kind of going downhill in a way, 
Mm-hmm. And you try to pop off some and get numbers or something. I mean, it's, it's a little yeah, yeah, whole views, right. for likes and all that stuff. I, I just that's just my opinion. That's what you I feel mean. like he got to go this far. I mean, to take it that far to say you bisexual. I mean, for a guy, because you know, in today's society, you're going to get supported, but you're also going to take a mighty big hit because this shit don't go away. If you if you have the opportunity to, can go in and and uh, I don't. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Try to put it on because you have to hear how he said it. I got it's, you. It's, and it's but you almost safe saying that nowadays because if you do say it, who, who can really attack you in public? Right. Because right. if they say something to you, then they're gonna. It, get was, just, it was just canceled. weird. <laughs> it was really weird just how he said it. He goes, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm I like boys. I like girls. You know, I'm I'm gay. How do I spread the word? How do I spread yeah. just like that? How do I spread the word? Not it, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a serious type of situation where." You know, he was candid. It sounded almost like, you know, how can I spread the word? Because I know that's what what is going to sell. What people want to hear. Right. Joe Budden always been weird. Like, as a rapper, dude, I think the dude has one of the best voices. And I think he can, dude can literally rap, dog. Like, especially back when he was in that. Oh, yeah. He's he's, he's always had that flow. He just, he always so damn weird. Get in his own way, dog. He's just so weird. Like if he was just if he just rap, like I think he'd be one of the hottest rappers out still. But right, let me I, check I, this. I, I think we got it right here. Hold on. I'm gonna just talk run around talking about he bisexual. I mean, what the hell? This was a this is what they played on. Um, People were saying that he came was the clip that was posted that had everybody talking. I'm bisexual. Okay, it's okay now. How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you gotta call the CEO. Yo, yeah, you listen, gotta, you gotta make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. I'm down. Now, I saw some of his exes weighing in on this. I saw uh, Tahiri say that she did not experience that while she was with him at all. But then I also saw that uh, Kaylin Garcia left a comment where, you know, she, I guess, expressed that she felt like he was bisexual and she commended him for admitting it. But it was. So you heard how it, you know it was said. Yeah, I just don't buy it. It was kind of dry. You said he was just basically saying that is I'm trying to make a point, right? But it wasn't like some. It was wasn't really like it seemed like an emotional plea for him to come out and be with him. So so I mean, listen. At the end of the day, if he is, he is. Don't mean it. It don't mean anything to me, right? I mean, yeah, that's his business, but I, I kind of feel the way you said. Like, it, it really didn't seem like it was a. a it was more of just to be an asshole comment. Didn't sound genuine. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to me, dude, I really just don't care. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think really anybody really care. Only people care is just for him to come out and say it like that. It's just a shock for him, you know. But some people say it ain't a shock. Like I said, it's Joe Button, man. You never know nowadays because. That is the truth. A lot of times people come out and share and say shit that really don't mean much. See, I always wonder. said, I don't even care if he's gay or not. He's just trying to stay relevant. That's yeah. right. the point. But that's the thing, dude. Me and my homeboy had an argument back when I was in um back back in San Diego. And we was like, if you if you were rich, what kind of rich would you want to be? I said, oh. I don't want to be right, so we used to go to this club out there, dude, and there was a guy. We got there early one day. Dude came in, 
Like, it had a strict dress code, dog. You had to be, like, clean to get up this mother. Three-story club. We go downstairs. Dude sitting at the bar. White beater on. I mean, not a white beater. He had a V-neck on and some cargo shorts. And I was like, the fuck, man? I was like, the hell? What's up with dress code or whatever? I talked to the motherfucker. I found out he the owner. And then this mother, like, here, I'm going to get y'all a bottle. And y'all got it for the night or whatever. I was like, shit, cool. Then he walks out, gets in his little expensive car. And I was like, see, that's the rich I need to be. I need to be the rich where nobody know who the hell I am. Because <laughs> I don't need to be jumping out every time trying to think of a way to stay relevant, dog. These people that try to stay relevant, I wonder if they, when they get their money, do they invest it somewhere? I feel like they're just trying to, it's like they need money to say some of the shit they say, dog. Like, uh, I'm bisexual. I'd be a nigga to say so, man. Like, I don't know, man. I feel if if it is in that in that realm that I said that he's doing it, or as the Facebook user said, to stay relevant. You know what? Shame on him, man. Shame on him for for going in that direction, thinking that he has to to be shock value to be relevant. To yeah, be honestly, relevant. honestly, even if it's true, he just said that to stay relevant. I mean, right. why why didn't you build? I mean, they need to play the whole contents of that conversation. Hey, Sim, you you didn't turn gay last week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't trip up and lay it and hit your hand. Like, hey, okay. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't turn. So he's trying to say he's been in the closet about this. Well, I mean, like I said, I would have to really sit and listen to the full content of the conversation for me to really uh, make a judgment. Because, like you said, it didn't sound genuine enough. Maybe, maybe more like he wanted to be an asshole just to say something. But right. anyway, fuck it. Um, oh, check this one out, fella. This one here. All right, Kelly Rowland, this is Kelly Rowland, and her son wanted a police Lego-themed birthday party. So, you know, for his birthday party, they actually got together and created, it was, uh, you know, just a police theme. I, I don't know. It, it's, no, it's no more than that. But, you know, this is her son. They had a whole Lego party with cake, and everything was basically, every, was a policeman, and people were dressed up as a police officer. Um. But she got a lot of backlash on social media. And it was like, why in the hell are you having after, you know, the situation with George Floyd and everything that's going on over, um, you know, police and, you know, the, the, the climate that we in today as um, citizens in this fucking country's black people, I guess you could say no more than that. But they people feel like that was basically insensitive for Kelly, Kelly Rowland to show and throw her son a fucking police themed birthday party, uh, no matter if it was by Lego or fucking not. But she said that was his idea, and that's what he wanted to do. It was his birthday, so Kelly Rowland said, "Fuck it." We threw a, a, a he wanted the police themed Lego birthday, so that's what we gave him. People was like, "Well, he could at least been a fucking firefighter or a district attorney." I mean, uh, uh, yeah, district attorney or some shit, but. What you think, fellas? Do y'all think she took it too far, or is her kid her birthday? Who gives a fuck what everybody else got to say? When about you're on that? social media and you're famous. Do you have to have like a? Is there an obligation to respond? I, th you know what, I think there is, Sam, for real, because you know a lot of these uh, people like Kelly Rowland, they do respond on the day-to-day -day basis to anything and everything else pertain not pertaining to them in other situations where they talk with their fans. They're always talking about how important it is for them to be in touch with their fans and communicate with their fans. So, But do they know uh, how dumb it sounds? So we're, we're at the moment 
bitching about cops being bad cops. You're going to get mad at a young black man who is interested in cops who might one day become a cop and might be a good cop. So we're not going to narrative. Yeah. So we, we in one in, on one hand, we want everything to be more. Oh, we need cops to understand us and be more fair to this community. You got a kid that's in your community that apparently likes cops so much. He did a whole police theme birthday and we attacked him. How does that make any kind of damn sense? Mm. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Doesn't. So my question would be, I mean, I'm looking at the little Lego police guy. Was that little yellow? Was it? Was there any yellow policeman whooping <laughs> any of the brown Lego? Because <laughs> that's taking it too far, right? That that's a Lego canine. Right? Was it? Was a little dog? You know? Was there water spray? Um, you know that is taking it too far. What you're doing? This is what a child wanted, and the parent facilitated the child's request. Right. Sometimes I think we, as a people, we 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 reach, we reach a little too far. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, I can, and I, and I can't even see. I can't even see if it was an adult who wanted. You know, if the, I want to have a cop-themed birthday party. If that's what an adult wanted, if that's what somebody wanted, they obviously have love for, you know, their community, their police. That Not everybody's a bad cop. Not everybody's a good cop. We got to stop that part of it. When we see bad, we need to take care of the bad. When you yeah. see good, recognize the good. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I never talk. Dude, there's a cop that comes in our in, in my job all the time, dude. It's a black cop. We trip with him all the time. He jokes with us. But that's like me having a standard of saying, oh, oh, I can't stand cops. Right. While I'm cool with this guy who I damn near personally know, the dude shows us, like, we do his whole setup in his house. We know it. I mean, we're, we're cool with this dude. So it's just ignorant to think that way, dog. It's just pure ignorance. <laughs> now, we, now we don't want our kids to be judged as adults, but we're going to let a kid get crucified because he like cops. But guess, damn, what you, like, guess, guess what you, <laughs> and I hate to say this, I hate to say this, you may want to put up that, you know, at fuck oh, here we go. And he was already close with the whole thing, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're not hey. we're not gonna say we're not gonna say anything about the child, the the boy who wants to have a Barbie themed party though. Uh oh. Well, uh -oh. okay. Uh oh somebody, look, somebody just got ready. Hey, I'm trying to make yeah, my life right. your opinion. <laughs> I mean you, you know, this this is just what I'm just saying, though. We're talking about a child with a policeman. He may want to be, you know, a, 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 a policeman when he grows up. You you have a problem with that. But, hey, he, he hasn't identified himself what he is yet, so we can have a Barbie-themed party. I'm just, you know, not saying that's wrong. Just saying we we have sometimes we confuse things way too much. A folk Facebook user said, "Was they beating a brown pinata? <laughs> was a was the pinata they was beating brown? Uh, I don't think they took it that far. I hope they didn't. But um, yeah, you know, I can't agree with every movement, man. Not every single movement. Yeah. Um, with this, I ain't really speak on it myself, but 
I think that if it, I, I look at it like the same way you guys, if it's a kid and this is what a kid wants to do, then, you know, it's different. If it, and, and you know what? People got to also look at this and not be so fucking, uh, you know, jaded themselves and say, this is Kelly Rowland. What part of her son's life, where her son's life, do you think that he's growing up where police aren't positive role models? You see what I'm saying? He... I, I would understand he's seven years old, so that you know the Michael Browns and the the um, the Aubreys and the, the things that happen on as far as the black men and in, in their disposition with you know law enforcement. I don't think she's really exposing him to that much of that at this age of six and seven years old. I'm sure they have maybe maybe have had to talk. But being the fact that his mom is considered a performer, entertainer, his interaction with the police have always been on positive means. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, people, I feel like you guys are saying, man, people just taking this shit too far. You know, we can't raise our children to have fear and, you know, and, and a level of disrespect for the police where it causes situations now. And like you say, in situations where they will happen, it's not the badge, it's not the gun, it's the person, you know. Some people in this world, no matter what power they have, are going to use it in ways to negatively impact other people's lives. So don't know. Right. You can have a racist firefighter. He can be like, man, fuck them niggas. I ain't Absolutely. You know, he can be a racist fire. He can be a racist paramedic. He ain't always got to be a racist cop. God damn, you know. We ain't gotta be what are these people that just sit around and just look at this shit and just wait to hate on shit? Dog? Like you ain't got yeah. nothing else going on. Like go, go get a guard. Yeah. So, so I'll jump. I'll jump in on that, Sims. Where you say what people you know jump in on hate? I can't believe that it got back to me. So you guys know that I, I had a near death experience, had a mm -hmm. pulmonary embolism, that I yeah. own a health store. I I own a health food store. So the ignorance and the hate got back to me where someone said, oh, this guy died, of, you know, almost died of a heart attack. How funny is that? He owns a health food store. Why, why have that? Look up first what a pulmonary embolism is, right? <laughs> so that you can understand right. that it has nothing to do with the health. It has nothing to do with diet. It has nothing to do with any of that. But it's what people just do. People try their best to break down, knock down. And that's what they're doing with Kelly here, knocking her down. It's it's a kid party, man. Let yeah. it go. Let it what go. Was yeah. damn, um, I think it, I can't even remember exactly. I heard it on a, some video I was watching when a lady said, um, I put it on my Facebook post, but it was just like people put energy into like hateful shit. Yes. Like, you'll put all your energy into stuff that divides. That's what it was. You'll put energy in stuff that divides, but not stuff that helps. Everybody's just about it's like TNT, more drama. That's all the hell it is, dog. It's and, and, you know, and like I said, back to what you guys was, was I think what Sims was saying. Um, don't you want if you want to change the world and you want to change the way people are treated in the world, shouldn't the children be be influenced to be cops and paramedics and doctors that are already living in the world where they can see it, it race the curve of racism is somewhat slightly changing. Where they want to say, "Hey, I want to be a police officer that go in their black communities and uh, my in communities and minorities. I've lived in them, so I feel more comfortable being in them." Right. We we should you know, you we should not discourage um, or or you know take away from dreams. 
Of, of so especially children. for black, hey, especially for black children, right. if, if whatever black children want to do do in their life that's considered positive, black folks support your children. Right. If they want to be a cop, be a cop. <clears throat> if little man want to be a ballerina, space astronaut, a bioengineer, and physicist, a cook, a chef, let little, little man is, be. Man. Nurture those dreams. Stay positive with them. And again, you never know what can be the outcome of a child who dreamt at seven to have this party to be, you know, a, a chief of police. Dude, and the reality of it is quit, at, quit putting up posts like you perfect. I get tired of these motherfuckers that be talking about other people like they just live this perfect life. Right. Oh, that shit get on my damn nerves. I be wanting to, everybody want to find something in somebody else's past. I be wanting to look in there. It's like, oh, well, you must grow up perfect. Let's see what the hell you did in your past, man. Hey, that Netflix motherfucker that was talking shit about Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, like, he was terrible. They're looking at, they're looking at transsexual a little, uh, they looking at history, and it was Asian hate. Oh, right. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna break my <laughs> cell phone over this Asian <laughs> bitch's head. I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was two weeks ago, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you posted that, you actually posted that on the time. <laughs> then you're gonna stand up there and be a spokesperson against Dave Chappelle after you literally in a a fucking tweet said I almost broke. I'm about to break my phone over this Asian bitch's head. Yeah, oh, just, it's ridiculous, man. Like I agree, I'm I'm one of them people. You know, I bash the shit out of Kanye because he's a fucking idiot, but he he has some latest idiot stuff. But I do believe people with that platform can reach more people, so they have responsibility to it. But at the same time, people judge these mothers like they they don't make their own mistakes. Dog. Like are they? They should, they should say things exactly how I feel they should say it. But if they don't right. say it like I, I feel I should say it, I'm going to attack everything about them, start a movement. But we, we, we need to get rid of this guy. And, and right there. Yeah, right, that's no bullshit, Sam. That's no bullshit. So look what the Facebook user said, which is absolutely we, 100. They entertain your downfall, but disregard your come up. It's crazy. One thousand yeah, percent. That's, that's perfectly said. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. And how they got here? Let's just talk shit now that they here. And and I'll be honest with you, man. It comes. It. I'm I'm talking about us, us, right? As a whole, I see that a lot, man. And you know, uh, I saw a post where or a meme, whatever you call it, where it says that they won't go buy your water for a dollar fifty, but they'll go buy water from somewhere else for three bucks. Yeah. That's us. That's us. Dollar yeah. fifty is too much to give us, but we'll go give three dollars to somebody else. I'm gotta be wrong with this water you trying to sell. Me. It's right. this other one. Right. Why? Why are you selling to me a dollar fifty? That's called a deal, motherfucker. Come. Right. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't adding in all the other fees and shit. I'm trying to hook you up. Yeah. All right. Let's go into this one here. This is a. Uh, I don't know if you. I'm sure you guys heard. Um, folks at home TV, I mean, it's at home TV at home. Uh, if you're sitting in your car, your lunch break, and you're watching a fucking podcast, I'm sure you heard about this story as well. Um, Travis Scott, um, he had a uh, was the last week he had a show, uh, Astro World, something that he does all the time, um, in Houston, Texas, because he's a fan. I mean, he lives in Houston, Texas, and he was a fan of a place that was kind of like we call Six Flags. Called Astro World, and he threw a uh, party. I mean, a concert. I said a party. He threw a concert over. I think it was last week. Yeah. And uh, last weekend, and it was a few deaths. As you can see, this is like the crowd from the um, 
actual performance and shit. And um, they were victims. Uh, I think it was six. I think it's six up to seven now. Uh, it was, I think it was eight. I think it was it eight. Was eight, eight. Yeah. Talking about that died. Like eight yeah. died, 300 got injured type shit. Yeah, I, I think that was some somewhere close. I know it was something close to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and people are just they 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 upset with fucking Travis Scott right now. A lot of people are blaming him for the incident and what happened. And um, we got me. What you just said, Sims, kind of got me to thinking about this. Um, it, it, it's, it's just, as far as this situation. Uh, let me see if I got this here. They had a little part. But this is a little part where he paused the actual show. If it's a queue up, um, when people say people don't have a mind of their own, man, and, and, and it's sad that this to me felt like a situation that a lot of things couldn't have, uh, wouldn't have unfolded as badly as they did if people stopped sharing that mob mentality of you know, well, this is this is a part of the show with Travis Scott basically had to stop the show because people were beginning to be crushed, um, and he noticed it. All right, but here's the deal with that too. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you good. Oh, okay, I thought we froze. Um, it was when people were finally being crushed that he stopped the show. He was performing still. 40, 40 more minutes, though. They said it right. went into an emergency thing, and he, he performed 40 more damn minutes. Right. So, <laughs> while all this shit was going up, So while he has, you know, the proper you know, the, the venue has, you know, security and all that stuff. You really have to take a step back and know that the performer himself has the power to stop, you know, like as he's now stopping, that should have probably been done, like you said. What the f is that? Damn. They showed fifty thousand people. That's crazy. I think one of the guys, I think the ten year old or nine year old child died as well. This is the thing with me, man. Like, so I'm not someone that's going to put all responsibility on Travis Scott. But how do you have a venue where you just have these people just run in, though? Like, with their own foot. But, like, it, it just seemed like it was horribly planned. Like, who? They don't. I feel like that was just be something that you have common sense on. Like, I told, I said, I, I don't do concerts and stuff, but I assume if I did, I better have me a damn ticket that got a seat number on it. I better be sitting my ass down. Yeah, I don't do uh, SROs, bro. No, no, I ain't about to be fucked that. And then the thing with this track, the thing that makes it look so bad is a lot nowadays everybody got camera phones and, and they got a lot of people. There was one um, young black dude that had a video where he said he was seeing these people get crushed. He trying to pull them out the crowd. He oh, said, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, Sam. 
Yeah, and he said like he was in a VIP area, some chick cussing him out. He like, bitch, you don't see all these damn people like dead. Right. Man. He's like, people like, started fighting in the VIP area yeah. to, to, to fighting against the people trying to get in the VIP area to stop from being crooked. Yeah, like trying trying to to and then they even show videos where you see the people in front of them looking at the concert while there's somebody like laid out on the ground and they doing CPR on. And I'm like, dude, I said, y'all, y'all. It, I mean, what mentality you get, dude? If I see something like that, I'm not enjoying the show no more. And then um, they had people like chanting, "Stop the show! Stop the!" That's why Travis got to me. Like once you saw that stuff happening, dog. Obviously, it must have been happening toward the front. Yeah, you should have stopped that shit right then. Cut, cut the music. Like let that shit get settled down, so you ain't got like people can hear. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? The damn ambulance are like it was like driving through people trying to get through there, dog. Like. I don't know how it gets to that extent, but yeah, he are, he gets sued like hell though. I mean, I saw one one family on one of the news networks, and I think their um, I don't know if it was their nephew or brother died, but um, he said he was gonna pay for their the funeral, but they're trying to sue that dude. Like they he gonna have some lawsuits. So I don't know if it, they should be for him though. I think it should be for whoever set up the um, set up the concert personally, but. It'll be it'll be both sides. I mean, number one, as as uh, um, like the promoters and stuff like that, that's what insurance is for. So everybody's getting covered. I mean, are you suing him directly? Nah, you, you you're suing his insurance. You know, at that point, you know what I mean. It's not really something that's going to come out of his pocket. It's going to come out from the insurance. Yeah, I, I just, um, um, <clears throat> I'm with the Sims on that one. I feel like, uh, in my opinion, because this is fuck your opinion, but in my opinion, I feel like. Travis Scott, yes, he did have the, the at, at some point the control to say, "Hey, you know, people back up." And I've and I've seen other concerts because this Asheville World, like I said, this is like this is not the first time. This is like the third or fourth year he's done this, and that became a theme at Asheville. Wherever he's gone, it's become a theme where people just do this raging rush and surge of people. If, if there are other um. He got a history of some stupid shit too, though. No, he got a yeah, history yeah. of people to jump over gates. Yeah, like I said, the barricades, that is something that at his shows is almost permitted. Like people break through the barricades and they trample over each other. And this shit was happening. He performed at night. The trampling and the smashing of people and all that, that shit was during the day before the guy, it was people that was passing out and that were having issues with crowd control before he even hit the stage because he didn't perform till nightfall, but they it was like thousands yeah, they, of people they, during the day. Said, yeah, they said it was packed, but they said like when he performed, like they did all the lighting and everything, they said that's when everybody was put. Right. They said all the other people that performed before him, it's had no issues. It was when that boy went up with all that weird. Right. And see, that's that. my point, Sims. Like, it's people have to have some level of self-control. Like, it was a guy that had his uh it was a uh, um African American because his grand his his father's on the news now, if you haven't seen it, but he said it was a guy had his son, nine-year-old, ten-year-old son on his shoulders. And because of the heat exhaustion and the compacting of all the bodies up on him. He basically got dizzy and, and 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 collapsed with his son on his shoulders. The child fell into the crowd, 
and the and the kid was repeatedly stomped on and not purposely kicked. We hope, but the kids end up the, the nine or ten year old child is in critical condition because people continue to just stomp and step over him while he was laying on the floor in the crowd while his the father passed out. So by the time the father regained consciousness and was able to get to his son and pick him up, people had already trampled him to the point where he needed a, a you know he he's in the intensive care unit as they say the son is as of uh um you know currently but you know what obvious point to bring up because you know this had to happen in texas i mean is there not any kind of COVID thing at all i mean we, we in the pack right. fifty thousand people <laughs> you know what i'm saying you you were so close that you were getting crushed so i mean you can't say you had your space yeah right why and, the hell y'all doing that shit anyway dog? and what's the what's the mindset <laughs> of somebody who's willing who sees because no matter how close you are you have to see a person with another human being on their shoulders collapse and a person hit the ground a nine-year-old child is on the ground and you're so obsessed with watching travis scott that you will continuously step on a child that's laid out on the ground it's ridiculous like i said the mob mentality that people have and that uh, you know and that how easily they are influenced to do shit like that that's the scariest part to me because you know michael jackson had concerts where motherfuckers was fainting you know they had to get security to pass the motherfuckers. passing out ain't nobody died at the michael jackson concert no they passed out though now you know come on well, they, Rocky. Out, and they, they did went over the barricades playing with their balls Oh, shit. Yeah, that's I mean, but you know, that was, for real, you right. I just see plenty of, and I'm talking about the, the crowd themselves to help pass the person up to the front. And that's what I mean. Travis Scott, I hope he's learned something by that word rage music and everybody's in the rodeo and all my, that shit that's that we right listening to us and he said Travis Scott has a history of inciting crowds, you know, getting them hyped up and whatnot. Yeah, that's what yeah. he does. That's yeah. what he does. That's that's, that's what the Astro World. I used to go there when I was a kid because I grew up in Houston, and they had the Astro World was like a, a theme park. Yeah, so that's what it is. That's dude. what he took. Like, yeah, is that where he took the name from, or is this still no, no? <clears throat> well, actual, actually, Travis Scott, because you know I do a little bit of my homework. Travis mm -hmm. Scott, um, he actually took the theme park because Astro World, the one that you you know, uh, Frank with it. He had a nostalgic moment where, as a kid, he used to go to Astro World in Houston. The park closed down. <clears throat> the park had closed down. So what he did, he actually bought the property and redid everything himself for it to be a recreation of the Astro World that you remember as a child. But he, so that's why he does these concerts there because it's actually his theme park. Like he actually put the money and everything in the reconstruction of it himself just to have these concerts once a year at this place where it's carnival rides and all kinds of shit. Whatever the theme park was, you know, that's what he made it to and he does his concerts there. So it was, and it's for a good cause. Like the dude is really a community person. He likes he's in the vault in this community. He's doing something that was actually, you know, good for the community, but like I said, he, I hope he just learns from that, man. It's all fun. It's, you, you know you old when you say it. it's all fun and games and somebody get hurt. Yeah. 
It's yeah, all fun. I just feel like some stuff, if you just actually put some thought to it, it's preventable. Yeah. And that goes for the people, young folks too, man. Don't be they need to get off that shit, man. They can't keep, you know, saying uh you know, it, making up excuses and shit for why they do dumb shit and be like, oh, you know, it, it, it was Travis Scott that made me do it. Cause like our mama or everybody's mama you once said, if your friends jump off the bridge, you going too. You know, if, if, your, if your friends trampling the six-year-old, a nine-year-old kid on the ground, you gonna trample them too? Like, make some fucking sense out of your life, young folks. Nah, it's, it's all for self, man. We're, we're in a, a self-society. That's a goddamn shame. Everybody getting that close to a stage for a motherfucking selfie that you'll crush another human being yep. just to say, I look, this is how close I was to Travis Scott. Fucking people crazy. Get it together, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this for podcasts and get your fucking morals and life together. Because we're going to get you together on here. We're going to get, if you watch this motherfucking podcast, ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages, you we're going to get your mind right. Miami about to be tomorrow, bro. God damn, they're giving them the business right now. Who's that? Who, what you got there, saying? The Dolphins over here giving Baltimore the business. They just got a damn fumble recovery touchdown, man. They. <laughs> Hey fellas, y'all heard about this shit here? Um, I, I this was one that was given to me a little earlier by one of the fellas. I think it was a uh, step. Uh, it says judge says three. There appears to be intentional discrimination in the Ahmad Arbery jury selection, oh, but yeah. still allows the trial to move forward with one black juror. Yeah, I had. Uh, I don't know if I put that on Facebook too, but that shit pissed me off. But um, yeah, he. The judge can't pick the um, jury, so he can only like state that. But they said even in that community where they're where this happened at, I think they said it was sixty some percent white and maybe thirty some percent black. So he was just saying like the jury doesn't even directly reflect the um, the population in the area. And he said I think he brought up the fact that they were nitpicking all the um, black people's like they were trying to find reasons why they shouldn't be on the jury so mm. he, he he definitely called it out like what what they're kind of bullshit to me this is an open check case dog like i don't even really get all this anyway i mean my man shot to do with a damn shot y'all y'all literally drove drove them down recorded it and killed them i mean what else can there be to talk about like i don't what what crime if the man didn't even commit a crime but no Where problem. in the world can you get ran down and shot, and there be some kind of legal binding thing towards that? I don't. I don't. Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia. I mean, you would have to shit like that happen. Like you'd have to come in the house and like shoot my damn wife for me to run you down on the street and shoot your ass. Like it got to be that serious. My man just jogging. And and they <laughs> and they accused and those men accused him, Ahmad Aubrey. Oh, of yeah. breaking in to uh, prefab homes. He wasn't, this was, they said that there were burglaries in the in the neighborhood of construction sites and prefab homes. Not even homes that people lived in. Construction yeah. sites and prefab homes had break-ins, so they... But they also stated that there was nothing missing. Yeah. From the home. Prefab home. And they right. also, the owners of the property never never complained about it they there was they had a camera in there and it was way more people outside of him 
because we did it in our neighborhood. We first moved in our neighborhood. We were one of the first houses built. So as they were building up houses, we just walked through them and stuff. You and walk around. Them. You walk around and say, you know what? It's just, you know, whether he was doing that or not, people do that. Which they was legal. That was, look, right, that was legal. House, go inside, you know, look around. Yeah. Oh, this, this is looking nice. Get, like if it did get illegal, then they would trespass you. Or they would put Correct. signs that say that. But as long as those signs aren't there, or no trespassing, it's nobody's property yet. It's just a built, a, a built this, home. This definitely, this definitely is a, is a situation. It's a sad situation, man, because uh, yeah, he, didn't, he didn't have to die. And these people really... They they went a little bit above and beyond what they needed. Right, a little bit. This motherfucker had a twelve gauge and a three you know fifty seven. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. You heard what the dad? You heard what the dad said? Because you know we we were watching the guy with the the son, shotgun, with the shotgun, right? But the guy on the truck had the other gun aimed at him. He was saying, "Oh, I would have killed him. or I would have shot him if he didn't." So like he openly said that. Like he said that to one of the detectives or something that came mm. out. So I mean, it's it's just like, dude. So y'all basically was just like, I'm gonna kill me a black dude today. Like, that's I it. mean, that's really what it was. So I don't even know how for something like this to go through all of it. Like, some shit is open and shut, dog. If these roles were reversed and there were two black guys shooting some white jogger in some neighborhood, would we really be going through all this right now? This fool already, already be in prison. Already telling you now. I said we know you would. Uh, I mean, and jumped out on him with the and jumped out and didn't put the gun on. What you saying, I Rock? Said, I said this with the George Floyd case, man. If these people here don't go to jail, there's gonna be some rioting going on. Oh, and I'm talking about a massive proportion, man. You got two possible ones, dog. This one in Rittenhouse. Ritt hey, but be real about it though. And this this is just me being honest. I have started watching like some of the Rittenhouse. There are, yeah, segues, there are certain things in there where they might be able to get away with self-defense. Because mm -hmm. there, there was like there was, I put, I always try to put myself in other people's shoes. First of all, I think the kid was being an idiot, and I think he honestly should, in my mind, he should have to serve sometime or whatever right. they do to people his age. But they did show both cases where he was attacked on the first one, and somebody shot behind him in the air. And it could have been mistaken with the other dude. And I think with the other one, the guy that he shot on the ground, he actually had a gun um, also. But um, so I don't know. He shot, he killed two people and wounded another. Yeah, right. So I don't and know. They if he said that he, somebody attacked him and hit him with a skateboard. And that's yeah. what popped well, in the front. Right. You he can't. was not. But my thing with that though, somebody swings you can't you can't kill a motherfucker because he swung uh, swung a skateboard at you, dog. Like so that on that part I wasn't cool with it. But they ought to, they said something like somebody. He, I mean, he was knocked to the ground by someone. He didn't just you know because when he, when you see him, he's actually firing from his yeah. back. So he was not he was attacked to assist a certain. Yeah, well, no, they they him see the crocodile tears though. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly didn't care. <laughs> like, to me, to me I want the, the award for most dramatic actor goes to. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely intent, dog. When you go into a crowd with that with that type of weaponry, right? Like to me, there there should be some crime in that by itself. Like, yeah, he, no maybe way. not crossing, first degree. Crossing state lines, crossing state lines with a weapon, in my opinion. Well, you, so you're I not heard, going there. 
So that's another one that was cleared up. I don't think he crossed state lines with the weapon. They said he got when he got into the state, he got the weapon. He like bought it. So I think his mother. But what might happen is his mother might get some charges. That's what I said. That's, right. he get that gun. that's why I spoke last one because his mother was the actual one who bought the uh, the, the the machine gun. So. Uh, he didn't buy it. That's why I said his mom should, should shed most of the criminal intent charges for actually buying him the gun. Um, but I, I, I get that one. I, I don't know that cow. I'm not. I wouldn't put bet straight money on Cal Rittenhouse. I think he may get some soft, uh, soft time. I don't think he's gonna get nothing harsh for the. I still two- think he should get some better time. I ain't saying yeah. this. It's gonna I be soft. Don't he, I don't think he's gonna get the book thrown out. I think he'll get no. shit. And I think that judge is very biased to the uh, thing. When he came in saying certain terms you couldn't use, but yet he wanted to give them terms, like, I think that's a whole setup there anyway. But if that shit in Georgia goes the wrong way, oh, that shit about to blow up over there, bro. I mean, like I said, and for, for, for a judge in Georgia to sit and say, I believe that this uh, man is getting yeah. an unbiased jury, I mean, uh, getting a biased jury in trial, but I mean, and the thing is, when they say you should be judged by your peers, you got three white men. So if you got eleven white people sitting there jur- judging them, I guess it is a jury of their peers. It's just not a jury on the behalf of the defense. I mean, it won't be a jury yeah. on the behalf of the victim. It'll be jury on the behalf of the actual defense. So yeah, that's a that, damn, that, that's ridiculous. I don't know. That should that should piss me off, man. And then um, I don't know if y'all saw the reporter where the um, dad walked out the courtroom and he talking about they were showing pictures of his on um, that and showed graphic pictures of him with his wounds. Oh, so yeah. And then the dude was like, why'd you walk out of the courtroom? And motherfucker was like, dude, he was like, you got a kid? Like, he, he got emotional. He was like, if you got a kid or something, he was like, how would you feel? Your kid got shot with a damn shotgun or whatever. Like, he, the way he said was tore tore up with a shotgun because you know you get hit with a shotgun he got he got shot close what he shot him twice close for close yeah, range close right? range in the chest so Jesus. yeah so i mean but the dude like they're like what i don't know how i would answer that question that that damn reporter would have got cut stop <laughs> or choked <laughs> he wanted yeah. he either got slapped or something if i can't put oh, my yeah, hands on somebody everybody you know, with a hot take you don't get this hot hook that's what's gonna happen right right, right. you got you know it's just saying, man, like I said, I hope there is justice for uh, Maude Arbery. And like you said, man, those men, three men who hunted him down and shot him dead in the street for jogging down the fucking street and breaking no, committing not any crime but being black in the neighborhood where they feel like he ain't deserved to be, they should go to fucking jail. I don't give a fuck. At least give them 15 years. Give them something. Do y'all ever wonder, like, I guess I don't think in that mind. There's no... There's no people in the world that I just have that kind of resentment towards. Do you know, like, do y'all ever wonder what these people think? Like, if they got to kill a black person, like, what do they get out of it? Do they, like, I don't know, do you get aroused off that shit or something? I mean, what, what's I, I think it is. I think it's a sense of, mur- and, you know, like you said, these, these we can't, we know these, what kind of boys these are. You know, these good old boys, they, yeah. you know, live in a world where they consider it almost like a, a, a pride. It's like a badge of honor. Like, you know, I went out. It's almost like people who hunt wild game. You'd be like, well, why the fuck you shoot a defenseless uh, tiger or some shit? Just sit in this motherfucking business. Well, yeah. Okay, I got you on that. If you were saying hunting, I was like, well, you know, at least they get to 
take a motherfucker and eat it. But yeah, you're right. Just somebody just going to kill something. Like, yeah, that's just weird to me. Like, why do you feel right. like you got to go? I've never, I never understood why there's that much hate in the world. Um, yeah. I, I always use the the old uh, Disney book. I think it is the Fox and the Hound. Mm. Uh, and, and and hear me out on this. That that book or that that uh, uh, show basically lets you see how racism itself. Come on, come on with his rock. Oh, the Rock just—they pulled his cable, boy. He's about to talk too real. Oh no, Rock was about to get into it. They <laughs> shut him down. Hey, that's how you know white people watching. They cut the cable on his ass, bro. Yeah, man. He said he had <laughs> zero network connections. What happened to Rock, man? Oh no, this nigga too woke. Pull it. He's <laughs> about to get too deep. Uh, <laughs> I hope, hopefully, Rock can get back in here. Let's see. Yeah, this nigga too woke. Pull the cable. Pull the cable. Hey, yeah, but yeah, it seems I'm with you on that, man. That, that shit is um, it's sad, man. That this shit, that shit happened. But and like I said, I'm telling hey, you, Sam, think, about it. Really, think about it from your own mindset. Is there any like if you thought about it right now? Is there anything in your mind where you'd be like, if I saw this motherfucker, I would kill him? Or if I saw this type of person, I would kill him? Right? No yeah. Like, right. No, it's not even you know outside of like you said in defense of my family or the name or my blood you know what i'm saying but outside of that just saying man if i see an asian dude outside or i'm like i said i'm gonna shoot him i'm gonna kill if i see this person that you already have a certain mental issue you know what i'm saying but these people like i said it's a mental thing they want to willfully want to just murder somebody you know what i'm saying on something because like i said i'm not the type of person i can understand hunting like bow and arrow, you know, deer hunting, you know, hunting for a certain sin. But when you go out there and you hunting, uh, uh, you know, what's endangered species or certain animals, you know, that 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 you know basically have no ha- have certain purpose in this world, but don't really have any, uh, you know what I'm saying, Sam? Yeah. Um, I think you got issues. I'm not one of people like I want to go out and just shoot a fucking elephant. I, I want to shoot, but what the fuck is that? Yeah, I, I just want to get, and I think that's the mentality. I'm telling hey, Sims, listen, the mentality of these people, especially those good old boys, is I want to kill something. And what more thrill do, is there, as they said, to, to kill another human being? And since they consider in their communities and where they live, how they look and treat black people already, to them, like I said, that shit becomes a badge of honor where it's like, you know, look at what we did. Even when I look at history stuff, dog, just like, um, what was the one um, where they burned down the whole city and killed all? Uh, the oh people? yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, um, red, yeah, not red. But the main reason they did that was just Tulsa. because, yeah, Tulsa. Just because they just did it because these people were they went and got their own property away from them. They were successfully maintaining a city, and they just then they they found a reason just to go over there and to burn that shit down, dog. Like it's it's just. I don't know, bro. Hey, but you know what? Hey, remember, have you ever seen that joint Rosewood with Vin Rhymes in it? Yeah, I saw it. And they're getting the good old boys. Sitting on the porch, and they was like, I heard that nigga got a piano. And he was like, I ain't got a piano. Remember that? And it was like. <laughs> When they that was a conversation of that nigga got a piano. I, I was like, it, dog. like when I went to the gym one day and the dude caught himself, 
it was a guy that I know that works there. He's cool. Um, I went in there and I got my Tesla. I parked it or whatever, and I was coming into the gym. And he was talking to this other guy. I don't know, but he asked me in a way. He was like, "Man, how'd you get that? Um, how'd you get that?" He said it that way. How'd you get that Tesla? I was like, so I looked at him. Like, <laughs> he changed it. And he was like, "Oh, how do you like the Tesla?" Right. And I was like, I just looked. At, I didn't answer the question. I, I just I beat my little shit and walked in. But what? he wasn't thinking and just coming out the head. I mean, that's exactly what you said about the piano. The motherfucker was like, well, how'd you get, how'd you get that? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. I mean, what, like, what are you talking about? I'm not answering your dumbass question. I know you know, right? and even, even the guy that worked there looked at him and you could kind of, he didn't do, he did it subtly, but he kind of shook his head. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it says, man, it, it gets to a point and, and like, it's a cultural thing. They don't, be, some, some, not all white folks, but some yeah, white yeah, folks really, yeah, they, they really don't believe that black folks can achieve a certain amount of, not even success, a certain yeah. amount of uh, of things in their life we can't have because we're black. And we don't look at it that way. We look at it because I am black. That's just a reason even more for me to get out here and prove to the world, not that I can obtain these things, but that, I'm, that, that these things are obtainable for black people. Because that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? It's the thing if you buy, because you know how they say sometimes you stunting on the hood of black, some black folks buy shit to turn shit down on their own people. That's what I mean by a difference. It's a difference you saying, well, as a black man, I want a Tesla, so I'm going to get a Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, but it's I had that conversation so many, like a lot of our younger black um, people nowadays don't know the history and stuff, so they don't know where a lot of this comes from. But every time I had a conversation with, whether it's at work and it's people that want to go get to certain levels of this, or it ain't got nothing to do with the job. It's something they might have planned in the future. My main mindset that I always tell them is just make sure you know you just as good as anybody else, dog. Don't ever think that just because some of them are white, some of them are Asian, somebody, whatever the hell they are, they got better clothes. I don't give a damn about none of that. You got, the, you got just as much opportunity to beat them at whatever the hell they do. Like that should never go through your mind that I'm not at the same level as somebody else. Right. It kind of it kind of goes back to what we said about Will Smith and Tupac. I think you do you not see the reality, dog? You married to this woman with kids. Like, why are you worried about what damn Tupac talking about? In case right. unless it was what you were talking about in the past or whatever. Right. And I'm just like, it just doesn't matter, dog. Like, hey, I my neighborhood, dude, if I walk around this neighborhood and number if it's sixty some homes out here, fifty eight on white people. Mm-hmm. But, I look at every one of them others in their eye, and I speak, and I go about my business. Because I'd be damned if I think any of them damn white people <laughs> better than anything like me and my wife doing. Like we, right? Me, we equal. We equal as shit. That's right. how I grew up. So ain't no damn. I just don't agree. Right. And like I said, the things that you that you do and you in the in the comforts that you build for yourself and you for your wife or for you and your wife, it ain't to prove anything to anybody else. It's just to, for things that you want. And that's what I'm saying, you know, for anybody who see this podcast to, you know, get, like I said, we always try to drop jewels on here, but that's the most important part of, of this conversation. If you see this far to the motherfucking future of this show, that you get that when you get things in this world, obtain things and do things in your life because you want them and you want to enjoy them. Don't worry about what the fuck somebody else got to say about you having them, how you got them, what you get. You get the things and you enjoy the fucking things you want in your life because there's always going to be people who feel like 
you don't deserve it or they deserve it more than you or you yeah. shouldn't, you know, that shit. And that's their own hang up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying yeah. to assume who you are. Damn what they think. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, you know what? Since speaking, think us uh, speak. Speaking of thinking out of the box, let's get to this shit here because it's our last one. Uh, it's like, uh, what the? Always this is something, but I started thinking out of the box. But this is more like, what the fuck is going on here? It was a uh, school in California. Let me see. It was a school in California where the football team scored. 106 points on the opposing football team. Uh, and they basically, the team got mad at the coach and basically said it was, um, oh, this is California, Inglewood. Uh, first year Morningside football coach Brian Collins didn't hold back Saturday morning regarding Inglewood piling up the points and recording a record setting number of touchdown passes and a 106 to 0 victory over Collins' team hmm. Friday night. The game included Inglewood star quarterback Justin Smarter throwing 13 touchdown passes to set the CIF Southern Section School, I guess, high school record. Uh, Collins called Hollywood, I mean, Inglewood's coaching staff classless for running up the score. Inglewood is 8 and 0 at the ongoing and, and going to the playoffs. Morningside finished at 2 and 8. Um, this already, as soon as you was reading the beginning, I mean, I already hear an issue with it because I live by the thing you get better by getting beat, like that just is what it is. You never get, you never learn anything. You never really take nuggets of life until negative happens. Like something bad got to happen for you to kind of, oh yeah, I need, I, I just learned this. I just know that. I, I don't know. I get better at shit when I get my ass whooped. If you go like, don't get, tell the motherfuckers to stop the game or something. But if the, if the, if the damn clock running and the ball's in play, well, I'm supposed to tell my team not play hard or something. Like, I don't right. get what, I don't get what the complaint could be. What's class of was was classless is you didn't have your team prepared and y'all got y'all ass smoked. Like y'all got y'all let them set a record over now. That's hey, the they said it was fifty-two to zero at the end of the first quarter, eighty-six <laughs> to zero at halftime. Yeah, you need to stop the game. I'd be mad at the refs. The refs are classless. <laughs> Why didn't y'all save us? We got our ass smoked. And my and this is like, you know what my thing is with this Sims though? This is like high school football because it's the uh, the the starting quarterback name is Kristen Martin and he's uh you know he's he's guaranteed to go to UCLA, mm-hmm. um, but I'm with you on what's this, what what part of society do we live in where you say okay we getting beat we beating them so bad let's stop scoring touchdowns if a team put up thirteen touchdowns in a game or fifty two points in the first quarter. You as a coach on the losing team should be fired. I'm a, I, you know how they do it, like in sometimes, like in a baseball, where they just pull the manager right in the middle. They in the middle, just yank your ass off the field. Right. I think if I'm the if I'm the principal, and my coach is getting his ass with fifty two to zip, I'm gonna send some the assistant administrator. 
I'm going to sit in the goddamn janitor. Somebody's going in there to relieve him of his whistle and his goddamn tab. I'm pulling the Jerry Jones. If I'm the principal, I'm pulling the Jerry Jones if it's 52 yeah. and zero in the first fucking quarter. His team, I mean, his team gave up, dog. Like, when you get your ass whooped like that, you must have not came in there with no coaching strap. I mean, damn, dude. Well, you get the ball, just run that motherfucker. I mean, make let the clock run or something. I mean, right. Did, but, hey, something. Sam, right there. That's a good point. Did they even <laughs> attempt a goddamn play? You're yeah, telling me yeah. in a first quarter, and this is high school. I mean, I don't really attend high school football games, but I think their first quarter is maybe like 10, is it 10 to 12 minutes? Yeah, it's not as long as NFL. It should, I mean, yeah. Because NFL is like 15. I think high school is maybe like 12 or 10. Yeah, I think it's 12 minute quarters. Right. So you telling me it was 52 to 0 with, and they scored that 52 points in 12 minutes? Yeah, that's literally seven touchdowns and a field goal. So, I mean, even if they got a field goal, that means you stopped them. At least you stopped them on the third down. So, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, I'm with you, Sims. How is your team? First of all, Coach Collins, if you ever see the Fuck Your Opinion uh, podcast, how the fuck do you prepare a team to let somebody score seven touchdowns and one field goal in the first 12 minutes of the game? You should be fine. You the one, like you say, you're classless. Yeah, you could you at, you at some point you should have threw in the Gatorade cooler. You should have yeah. just told them go start the fucking bus. Tell you guys, you know what? Take your helmets off. Go out into the middle of the field. Shake the other coaches high in the halftime and say, you know what? This is it. If it's yeah, eighty six to zero, why am I? What are we coming out after halftime for? I'm amazed. I guess high school doesn't have the rules where you can stop the game or whatever. But hell, I mean, after getting that ass whooped like that, like. I mean, shit, I be trying to figure out if it's like boxing. Can you throw in a white towel or something? I'm, 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 listen, if my team is losing 86 to zero in, this, in any sport, if I'm losing 86 to zero at halftime, we are not returning. Like, yeah. we, I'm just, we're going to go the bus. Right. I'm quiet. And then, you know what? Just to save my team's face, if we visiting. I'm going to quietly sneak my guys. I'll probably tell them, put back on your regular clothes. Take your uniform. Let's blend in at this point. At this point, blend in. Take your uniform and shit off. Put your street clothes on, and I'm going to pull the bus up out back. We're just going to say, fuck them and don't even come back. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. I feel like, I feel you on that one. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it. Don't get your ass whooped. It's my, the competition's competition, man. I mean, competition. See, and that's why, like, certain people. You don't let the level of that team that whooped your ass by any means. Right. I mean, you can see that in the record. One of y'all eight no, the other one two and eight. I mean, you're obviously not good. So, but damn. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, I, I want to work for this quarterback next year. If you I, like basically, that. listen, it says basically at 86 points, I don't think they just threw every touchdown. They had to run it. Well, that fool threw. If, I, if I'm doing the math, or you said you threw 13 touchdowns? So that got him to like 90 some points. So I mean, the rest must have been field goals or something. But they let all rest. They might have some running touchdowns. But yeah, that's yeah. I don't think it's classes. It's good. You need to be better. That's all it come down. To. You need to be fired, Coach Collins. You're fired. Yeah. You're out of the I'm box. Cool. 
Right, no speaking of out of the box, that's what, that's what we call out of the box and get what the fuck is going on, but that turns into out of the box. Coach Collins, get the fuck out of the box, buddy. You cannot coach another high school football team. You need to take your ass back to Pee Wee League if you cannot get your boys to score one fucking field goal in a game where it was 52 to zip by halftime. This ain't goddamn, this is, that shit is ridiculous. I was hoping damn Don was on. I was gonna, we was gonna have a good talk about our Blue Devils. Oh Blue Devils, man, our Blue Devils look good. Ooh, them boys look good. Hey, but what, but what about San Fran though, Chris? What about yeah. San Fran? What is San Fran looking like? Yeah, right you now? know, at some point, just like when they knew it was eighty-six minutes at halftime, they need to give it up. Like you know, at some point, you just know to chalk it up. Like yeah, we're like, <laughs> ready for a Trey Lance season type thing. Yeah, <laughs> so. You know, Pack it up, fellas. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I saw a boy with um, um, what's his name? Odell went to um, the Rams. Yeah. I heard the Packers was in a conversation though. Y'all have been. You trying to pick him up? They said he's thinking about going here. They think he went to the Rams. Oh, he went to the Rams. Yeah, I saw an update maybe like a couple hours ago. He went to the Rams. How the fuck does that happen? Oh man, that now you call that unfair. I don't even know if that's a good. They already got an amazing passing game. I don't even know why they. Right, up on I mean, that. and another thing about that is, you know, sometimes I know the same. Cause I'm not the sports guy. They say they say two K ain't the sports guy on the show, but <laughs> um, one thing I question I got to ask about that is sometimes when you have these great impact players that go to pretty good teams, mm-hmm. um. They don't really make that much of an impact, you know what I'm saying? It's like they, they, the quarterback and the and the receivers, and they, they already kind of have, you know, especially in football. It's a little different in basketball because you know it's a game with a, I mean, a ball, a, a game where the ball is genuinely shared per person per play. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. football, you know, quarterback kind of gets set on a certain receiver, certain tight end. He kind of knows where his guys are going to be, and everybody kind of knows their job, even though, yeah. you know, Matt Stafford is basically That's walking chemistry. into a beautiful job. That's what I'm saying. That's chemistry. That's my issue. If you ever had me bash anything about LeBron, it's when he creates all these new teams. Because right now, this is this is why I don't like media and sports, because they hyping this dude up. They, they hyping the Lakers up. Cause they beat Miami Heat, and they had to do it in overtime, and then they had to beat like some of the, they got they got beat by the worst team twice. Right. And I'm like, you got all these great pieces on your team, but the team that I think is going to probably either go to the finals or win a championship is Golden State because ten and zero. Yeah, they keep that same squad, but they actually play there. If you watch them play, even the Miami. And we and they slept on the fact Miami Jimmy Butler went out after the first quarter like he had an injured right. ankle, so right. it's kind of like your best player is gone. But we all we gonna say is hey the Lakers won in overtime. I'm like okay there was like reasons for that. And, and you but, know what? Uh, and that was more of a of a, a, a game where Russell Westbrook was trying to seek some kind of redemption for basically yeah. stinking it up the last couple of games. He don't. He just don't. Russell Westbrook one of my favorite players, man. I just don't. I got to see how he fits that team. I don't get it yet. But you if they had him coming off the bench, I was I would think it would be. I mean, I would never think somebody as good as him coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. But he just doesn't. He doesn't fit fit that team to me. They they got a bunch of good players, but they don't have near the chemistry of Golden State. And Golden yeah. State, 
Go to say they even got two or three, and they bet like they got three right. legit players that ain't even on the court yet. Right. And one of those is like one of the best shooters in NBA history, but Clay right. Thompson. So yeah. these folks get back in the mix. I'm telling you, they got oh yeah, they got Pool, uh, Pool, and Andrew Wiggins. Like these Poole. guys, are like yeah. And even Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins yeah. really stepping in, you know, like you said, and, and the Golden State does build that, and that's what's great about them. They build that synergy. Like you come into it, it's like almost like a wheel, you know, a cog, you know, a clockwork. When you take out one piece, you might put in a different a cog. It's yeah. the same piece, but it does it doesn't change. Everything still keeps moving. Um yeah. and clock, and so you know. Yeah, I think it like I said, Golden State 10 and 0. People not really talking about them, but hey, you people know sleeping on, people sleeping on my bulls too. About hey, the bull, hey, listen, if, if that's only people who not really watching sports. You know, I watch now, I ain't great on basketball. I mean, football, mm-hmm. basketball is really a really thing I'm really oh, I'm into more than anything. Chicago Bulls twice, but we done every game against the 76ers and went down to like the last possession. But we done lost two to them, but we done beat everybody else. Yeah, yeah. She the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards are Wizards on to what eight and three. Like it's a lot of teams out here that's not, you know, that 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 kind of faded away from the light. You know, Lakers always gonna get it. Just they all basically wherever LeBron James go, yeah. that's what. Because LeBron James, let's put it this way, Sam. If LeBron James was playing for the Chicago Bulls right now, people would say they one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, that well, that's what LeBron is like. Him being able to be a centerpiece like that, like he can orchestrate a game. So I get that part. I look, I have given if Don was on there, I gave I gave LeBron his props. I didn't give them to him at that time, but I realized that's when I really started respecting him. Was back when D Rose was hell, and we mm-hmm. went to the playoffs, and we had to play Miami, and D Rose was giving it to these dudes, and then they put LeBron on them. And LeBron in that fourth quarter when he was shutting my, he was shutting D Rose down. I should, it, I was pissed off at it. But I was like, right. yeah. I said, hey, that motherfucker good. <laughs> so, but nobody can stop D Rose. Goddamn, LeBron got on that ass. I was like, goddamn, LeBron. So this motherfucker can't score now, man. What the hell is mm-hmm. going on? But yeah, like so, I said, that's 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 the point. He, he's LeBron now, though. LeBron, right. LeBron, LeBron old now, dog. Like I can right. tell the way he ain't yeah. the same. Guy. I told my wife, this is LeBron, LeBron kicking, he pulling, and he's pulling those old guy pranks. Like, I got I got some pectoral so- soreness. I ain't, I'll be out for a week. I don't feel oh, like that. That shit that you can't prove or nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, serious. I told my wife, because she watched the game with me. You know, she ain't no big bad, but she know he played for the Lakers. She said, oh, baby, LeBron out there? I said, no, nah, baby, he didn't pull some old man shit. He, he didn't have the damn abdominal strain for a week and a half. Now I said this nigga supposed to be in the best shape of all athletes that ever played, but an abdominal strain, and he can't run two minutes up. He can't give him. He can't give up eight minutes in, in a, a game. Get out yeah, LeBron yeah, putting this. You get a certain age, man. Shit don't work no more. Like when I put when I go play ball, I play like three games. Even if I'm feeling great or nothing, I sit my ass down because I know. Yeah. I I got to recuperate and everything. I ain't got them 25, 30 year old bones. No hey, Sims, let me tell you when I knew I was done. I was playing ball down there um, in, in D.C. with me. It was me, my stepson, and a few other guys. And we kept winning. You know you're playing whole court. Sometimes, you know, you just have when you, your team just get hot. Yeah. 
We had a streak when we won like three, four games back to back. On the fifth game, I'm laying on, I'm laying on, I don't even know if it's a teammate, the defense. I'm just laying on people. I'm gassed out. I ain't got nothing left. God gave me a fast break. I ain't going to lie to you. No lie, Sims. I got the fast break. I went for the layup. After I made the shot, I went right to the bench and sat down. My son said, you all right, Pop? I said, you go. I pointed to one of somebody. I didn't even know if they was in the game or not. I just pointed to a guy. I was like, man, you Hey, I'm doing that all the time, bro. We'll get a win or something. I'll be like, all right, go ahead and be sitting down, starting to stretch. I'm like, man, go and get me right there, bro. Yeah, I can still give it to these fools, dog. These little yeah. young hey, they are no good, dog. They they do this. They play this Steph Curry. They either shooting threes or trying to lay right. it up. I mean, it's, there's no mid range no more. Yeah. So I'll be out there. I get mine, but what? Yeah, I get to them three games, three to four. Yeah, I'll sit my eyes down. Hey, hey, September, I went for that layup. We was like on a third game. And that fast break layup, my body said, if you go, if if you go back to the other end of this court, they're gonna have to call EMS to get you off this goddamn to get you up. So I said, you know what? My layup went right to a sit-down. I ain't even fake it. You know how sometimes you can I didn't even fake an injury. I just said, fuck it, I ain't got nothing left for the tank. You didn't do the LeBron, you didn't have an ab strain. Oh, no, no ab strain, no twist. You know, you just <laughs> ankle tweak. Ah, oh, shit, I tweaked my ankle. Nothing. I just laid it up and just went and laid down on the bench. It was like, I ain't, I ain't even got enough energy in me to tell a lie. Fuck it. Just, just <laughs> put somebody else and I'm done. Yeah, that's how it is, bro. But that's what I'm saying. LeBron, he got a lot of minutes, dog. And they, I just, they, they keep doing this comparison of him and like Tom Brady. Tom Brady, they both physical sports, but Tom Brady at least gets to sit his ass down for half a game. Right, right. Like, if you go back and forth up the court like that, no, you'll have that. It's just like, I, dude, it's amazing you can watch these dudes play, but when you also play all the time, you, you'll, I'll have that day that I go out there and everything feels great, and right. I have an amazing day. Then I'll go out there and I might have a little, some little tweaks, so I have an okay game. And then I had that day, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going today because I'm <laughs> LeBron starting to have those type of things. He yep. had that day. Yep. I know he like, yeah, he'll have that game where he had the 30 some points going to the rack. Uh-huh. Then, I don't think it was a coincidence that right after that game, he suddenly had an ab strain. Or something yeah, that's, like that. a- <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He playing the Spurs right now. And, and you know, hey, right, don't they have longer games now? Because you know, that 82 games with the 84 games plus playoffs. Uh, they still doing 82. Oh, you're talking about um, they added that um, if you're like a low C, they got the play in tournament. Right, right. But I think LeBron, he just, I think that's really why he got uh, Westbrook. I think he knew that he was going to be sitting his ass out games. And he right. wanted somebody that could run the court and still give him a chance to like be in games. So I think that's right. why. Oh shit! Hey, man, <laughs> I told you, you like quit talking woke on here, buddy. They pulled your plug. What the hell, man? It's yeah, a, it ain't, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not rock. That's a goddamn implant. They replaced him. You got a different shirt on. Goddamn, they them black bag rock. This ain't the real Rocky. <laughs> That motherfucker in a bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> the real rock is tied up right yeah, now. I had, to, I had to take, I had to take off everything to get underneath the desk and fix the Wi-Fi. I don't know what happened, man. It knocked everything oh, out. Oh yeah, they, yeah. You know uh, what happened? Hey, when, yeah. when you get the chance, check the tape. We told you real time. <laughs> yeah. The, the rock was about to give us some real knowledge, and the motherfucker, oh hell no, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Rock, they, that's what I'm saying. He's talking about he went under the desk. Nah, man. Like I said, we might have to end this episode before we get uh, investigated. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rock, well, yeah, we was talking about, um, you know, just sports. We get, kind of got into sports talking about this ass whooping this school guy. Hey, Sims, you know that actually, I forgot to say, in that story with a football team, Beat the other team 106 to zip. You know the principal actually came out and made a a, a, a public apology for the school on the behalf of the coaching staff. But she was forced to do that because of the uh, loss that the other team occurred incurred. Yeah, so, they, they, I mean, you guys probably talked about it. Didn't they suspend the the coach of the team? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 He was the coach. The actual coach of the team was suspended uh, for unsportsmanlike un- conduct. Huh. Oh, oh, the coach that won got suspended. Yeah, for unsportsmanlike conduct. How's that unsportsmanlike conduct, fool? They they could have stopped the game. The, the referees control the game. At that I point, mean, they, they thought it was an app. What you say, Rocky? They should have mercy ruled that game when it got to about. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying, right? Like I thought in high school, like they might have had some kind of limit to points or whatever, but. If you go play a whole, what the hell I look like coaching these players to be the best they're going to be on the field, then tell them to dump. You get injured in football. You can't tell somebody to play 50%, dog. Yeah. You say you play hard. Like you don't you don't play to like, play low. You got to play high the whole time. But, man, forget that. That's some bullshit right there, dog. I didn't know he got suspended. They didn't care. Yeah. They kiss my ass with that one. Tell your team to play better, man. Like, shit. That's it. 52 to nothing at the first quarter. Man, we'll get up out of here. Hey, Rock, I told Sims they should have – I would have told if we was 86 to zero at halftime when we went in the locker room, I, I told Sims. I, that's what I told Sims. I said I would have told my players, look, put your civilian clothes on. We're going to blend in, fire the bus up, and pull the fuck off. That's it. <laughs> We seem to have lost the whole team. We don't know where they were. Well, I'm serious. They wouldn't even know that we was fucking gone. They'd be calling our games to come out, and they'd be like, hey, uh, bring it back to the st- field. Mother or Christian. And they hit the whole pad <laughs> to start the half. And be like, Marion Christian Academy. Has anybody seen Marion Christian again? All you see, if so you I look guess- at chain link fences, I bust. Slowly pulling off the line. That's my biggest issue with it is it's it's a subjective thing. Like they said, the quarterback set a record. So for him to have set a record, it had to have been a, another record that was pretty close to yeah, his. Yeah, I was about to pull that. Um, so yeah, did, that, did that team also get suspended? Like, where do you? Where's the line where it's like, hey, you went too far with points? Like, do, oh, okay, got, I got it right here, Sims. I got it. I got it. Okay, it says, um, let me. See if I can get it to where we can read. Um, it says Martin, who's announced commitments to UCLA, set a new CIFSS record for touchdown pass in the game. Previous record was nine, shared by Robert De La Cruz for Cathedral in 1998 and 1999, Quinn Commons for Whittier Christian in 2017, and former. former Inglewood quarterback Jared Haywood uh in 2000 Jerry Hay, baby Jerry Hay 
He made it to the well, he didn't make it to the league. <laughs> he so, made it. so they had nine touchdowns, which means that they at least had what 63. So yeah. my man had four what 14 touchdowns, he said. I just don't know where you so you you're gonna suspend the dude, but you're also gonna give him a record. 63, but, 63 is a tolerable number. The other team yeah. has scored 14 points. But how dare you kick yeah, he, he, he threw 13 touchdown passes. And that's another thing. If he's going for a record, <clears throat> excuse me, if this guy was going for a record, why stop him there? I mean, because if I'm going for a school record and you call the game, I'm going to be kind of pissed off because I was setting the school record. That's something people can also put in your list hey. of accolades and say, but you know the reality of it. What'd you say the final score was? They had one oh one. What was it? One oh one sixteen to fourteen or something like that. So at halftime they had eighty six. Is that what you had said earlier? Eighty six to zero at halftime. So then they obviously pumped the brakes in the second half. You had eighty six at halftime. You finished with one one um, one sixteen. Oh yeah, you're right. They only put. Shouldn't they had about 160, 170 points? <laughs> they kept on the game. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That'd be my argument. How y'all gonna tell me the other team just sucked, dog? I'm gonna tell so, Rocky, if that's move. your son, I'm asking you, Rocky, if, uh, if that's your son, and they like, hey, Rocky Jr., he's up to 10 touchdown passes. He's already got a state record. You know, he's holding a state high school record right now. We still got six minutes left. Would you pull your son from the game, or would you say, look, son, he said, Dad, I want to shoot for 12. got the record already. Um, honestly, see, I'm different, though. If we beating the shit out of a team, I'm pulling them. There's no reason. Most, coach, most people would pull, but I mean, also, we got to say it's a high school team. I didn't know they roster. Some of these motherfuckers don't really have, they might just have one damn quarterback. Right. But <laughs> very true. But here's the deal somebody can take a snap and hand the ball off. Yeah. No, but this well, is my issue, Rock. Would you, you but my question is, Rock, would, you, would you wait until he got the record? Would you wait till he got that 10 and be like, look, no, if, no, if, that, that ain't how you beat record. When you beat records, you demolish it so nobody else will beat it. I want to have the record record. So you have like, 13. He took the nine and he added four to it. Ain't nobody touching that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just the Sims. You would definitely let you would definitely let Lewis Sims finish it. Like, boy, let my they gonna kick my ass in the crowd. I'm because I'm a good <laughs> ass. Hey, go, go. I'll be nah, talking shit. And he's my, my son's the only one playing quarterback on the team. He's handing hey, it off. We're taking some knees. With punch, there's some sports you can't play half speed, dog. That's all I'm saying. Like, if you put hey, on one of the things, see, if you try to play it light, you're gonna get hurt. You better play, hey, full you know speed. what? And that's what I'd be more afraid of. If the, the, the you know, the irony of him throwing uh 13 touchdowns in this game where the team is getting yeah. blown out, he's already committed to UCLA and he gets injured. Then you go, then you kind of feel like a dick because you're like, oh my god, hey, this kid blew his MCL. They they won 116 to nothing. That motherfucker didn't come nowhere near getting injured. <laughs> Any injury he got, it would have been tough. He would have got, got that LeBron injury. He had an ab, ab strain. That's what he got. Yeah, well, he, he did. Got. Yeah. 
I'm like Tim Sue. I need to know more though. I need to know did they yeah. put the four string in? Did they put the nerds in? They took his brother. They took his little brother from the JV team and just went ahead and just told him go ahead and finish the game and he put up two more touchdowns. <laughs> are you, are you, making, you making that up or is that the truth? No, I just made it. Because oh, honestly, dude, by the first half to the second half, you can tell that they they toned down the points. So I'm right. almost thinking that they probably did put in like um they back up. Man had 80 some points at down halftime, dog. I mean, hell, he basically might have had the 12 touchdowns then. Like, but I, don't think, I don't think the coach needed to be suspended though. Hell no, you're out there to win the game, period. The question is this. If you put up your second string quarterback, you know, the guy, the little JV, like I said, the JV guy, and he starts throwing touchdown passes, do you just tell him, look, don't throw the ball for the next 20 minutes? I mean, what do you, what do you tell him? I mean, you're like, I'm hey. Never doing, I'm never doing that to no young player, dog. I'm gonna be like, look, go out there and whoop their ass, bro. We do exactly what we coached. You go out there, you go full speed. Ain't no half speed. I mean, speed if you, so, if, so like, Sims, what if you say we running dummy plays and the shit is just working? It's like, what if, What else could we do but hand the ball off to them? Do you want us to get it and just give it to the other team and, and tell them go what? score? That, that other team needs to, to drop out of the, the division. That's yeah. what it's it gets to a point where you just give, like, the only, the only the reality of a dude in sports is the other team gave up after they got that ass with like that. They gave up. So my they thing is the third touchdown. High school kids are not giving up, dog. So like on my side where we win it, they still trying to bust ass. They they probably see us a record. Oh, we want to score more. Then you got the other side. They like, man, we can our ass. We're ready to get on this bus. They they talking like you. I'm trying to put my clothes on and get my ass up out of here. So, I'm pulling my kid. If I'm the visiting team and I come to watch my kid and I gotta watch this, I'm pulling my kid. <laughs> Off the sideline, if you don't get your ass in this motherfucking car, hundred percent. I'm walking on the field, <laughs> grabbing my child <laughs> because obviously the coach, the coach ain't doing it. So I'm going out there, and you ain't embarrassing me. Get your ass in the car. Right? <laughs> y'all gotta, gotta, gotta let that kid take that L, dog. Get better by hey, getting this L. Get your L. Listen, if this L don't happen to the final horn. It's 86 to zero. Your kid, you to ride home because you got your kid got to get home. So it's 86, you in the visitors field. You telling me you're going to sit there and watch your kid take another 24 minutes of an ass whooping? Hey, man, I'm going to try to find something positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ride. Uh, hey, the, the losing coach is the one need to be suspended. That's hey, what I told hey, hey. Me and Sam said that he should be fired. I said I'd have pulled a Jerry Jones if I was the principal. If I was the principal, I'd have walked on the field and told him he's going back to teaching such social studies and he is no longer I'm hitting, him, I'm hitting him with the Vince McMahon. You're fired. You fired me. Even by listening to the score, there was some positive because they had to kick field goals. So at some point we must have stopped him on third down. Okay, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not watching my kid if the score, my wife ain't watching our kid. And my wife will literally be like, baby, go get him, tell him get his shit, and we go all home. If I got the type of woman that'll be like, baby, it's 45 to zero. Can we leave and just come back and pick him up? Tell us, the, you know, we ain't going to do this. 
That's messed yeah. up, bro. Hey, Miami yeah. had a big upset, twenty-two to ten. Oh yeah, oh, they, yeah. it's dope. They they beat Buffalo. Oh, you said no, the Ravens. Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh man, I'm going shit. I'm going to work and talking shit to my Ravens. That broke, Ravens uh, that broke old boy a streak unless he got a touchdown because he had like a forty-some game streak or some type of touchdown. Who we talking about? Ravens quarterback Lamar. Yeah, he, had, he had a touchdown in the game. Did he throw it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Andrews. Andrews. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, but well, guys, ladies and gentlemen, Miami suck, and they got their ass rebound. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is with your man, two can Big Rocky, Brown. and Professor Sims. Um, my man Step and my man Don Cardi Gotti Nash couldn't make it tonight. They had prior engagements, but. We like to thank y'all for tuning in. Those who hit us up on Facebook and um, you know, chimed in, we appreciate you all. All of you to see the podcast on all social media platforms, Twitter, goddamn Instagram, our Facebook group. Thank y'all for watching. Always come in, drop comments, keep this thing going. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, for the one person who tuned in, we appreciate you for tuning in, and uh, we out. Fuck your opinion, <clears throat> deuces, people. Put that ball down, man. You can't play ball. Whatever you. He was just on here talking shit. He said, "He hey, he don't. He said, don't don't think of some bullshit. Hey, he, he can bowl. He can play ball. Stop it. Whatever you ready, bro. I'll be oh man. Day.